Fake Headlines Podcast is sponsored by Kitty Box Press. Kitty Box Press is an independently owned print shop located in Rochester, New York. Each piece is handcrafted using only eco-friendly materials, resulting in a beautiful artisan work. With no minimum orders, no setup fee, and made with lots of love, Kitty Box Press wants to be your go-to screen printer. Kitty Box Press can print just about anything from t-shirts to totes to posters and invitations. Follow Kitty Box Press on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to visit them at kittyboxpress.com for more information. Thanks, Kitty Box Press. Thank you. Hello, I'm Tiffany Dillon. And I'm Kevin Dillon. And And this this is is Fake Fake Headlines Headlines Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 109. Hi, welcome, fake friends. Hey, it's good to be back, everybody. It is. It's great to be back. We missed you. We have missed you. We've missed doing this, but we had some things going for, on. For real, we missed you. Not like fake, we missed you. Right. Because I know sometimes we use the word fake friends, but we mean real friends. But in this sense, when we say we really missed you, we did really miss you and we're not trying to be fake about it. Right. Is that what you mean? I You, you nailed it. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> and if you're someone who's been listening for a while, you know that's the truth. <laughs> if your subscription hasn't uh, run out because we haven't put a new episode out in six weeks, uh, welcome back. Uh, it's good to be here. Um, yeah, we had to take a little break and uh, we'll kind of get into why we had to do that in a moment, yeah. I think. It's, it's cool. Um, yeah, so we uh, decided to take a little bit of time. A, because sometimes y- your brain gets to a point where it's just like, I need a break. And I know that Kevin and I have had those moments um, within the last past year where we've been a little wonky about our schedule. But, you know, honestly, that's just life. And that's just how things are sometimes. And um, one thing that we know is that sometimes we have to put our needs first. And, uh, that's, uh, just, just how it is. Um, so we wanted to take care of ourselves a little bit. And, uh, so now we're back to do more episodes, right? Yes. Um, so, uh, I think the last time we did an episode was in the beginning of May and, uh, we had planned to do another one at the end of May, but that didn't work out just because timing and whatnot but after that um i uh you know a few months ago i talked about how my face is broken well it kind of was broken um so i uh had some uh uh precancerous skin removed from my face um which was a little bit of a, a stressful ordeal for me and so at that point in time I uh, was not feeling funny and then it took some time for my face to recoup because the location of that skin uh, that was removed uh, would be right where a headset would go so (laughs) not real ideal for uh, recording purposes um, my face is more healed now Um, uh, Kevin would it be gross if I explained what I had done to my face no no and I think it's great that you decided to wear the the headphones upside down so like the part that usually goes over top your head is now under your chin just to make it easier to fit on your head right now yeah I feel um I feel I feel like a headset should go that way now (laughs) is that weird no no okay yeah okay keep that pressure off the face Yeah, so Tiffany, yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about what uh, what you had done? Um, I had a process 
called slow-mos. Um, and the Mohs surgery is something, if you're not familiar, is something that um, people who have uh, skin cancer, or in my case, uh, precancerous or atypical cells removed from their skin. And um, it's... Uh, typically done in like a long process throughout the day so they remove a portion of it they send it off to a pathologist they test it and say yeah we're all good give the thumbs up and say okay we can we can sew her up um (laughs) and usually that is done in a day and it's not always that easy so sometimes it's you know they take a, a sample send it off to the pathologist and they'd be like nope we need to take more and it'll go back and forth and so the typical Mohs is done in just one day and it can take up to eight hours or more. Right. So you're sitting there waiting in the surgery room yes. while someone analyzes the skin they just removed. Yeah. And, and, they, and then they come back and say, well, we got to take more because yes. we think there's still more. Yeah, absolutely. And um, that's frequently done on different parts of your body. So like your leg, your arm or whatever. Um, In my case, since it was on my face, um, we are lucky enough to live in a location that has a hospital that has specialized surgeons who do a process called slow-mos. So it sounds way more gruesome because um, I went in on a one day and then um, I came home basically with like an open wound on my face with just some gauze thrown on top of it. Like you go home, we'll send that sample off. It'll be back in 24 hours. Right. So instead of staying there, they, they, they do it over the course of what could be multiple days until they yeah. think that they've gotten everything that they need to get. Right. For me, they predicted at least three days, but mm. it's not uncommon where people could go in for five days total so um that's hence the slow yeah um and i was fortunate enough where it was just like it was one day and then the next day i came back and they were able to just throw stitches stitches in and have it done and over with which is great um so you're probably wondering how did this happen well I remember saying that I had pointed out, oh, there's this this, uh, weird spot on my face. And so they took that sample. They tested it. That's what they figured out. They deemed that um, it's a high-risk spot. Um, So they decided to do this procedure. And now I should be good to go. Yeah. Um, So in order to prevent this in the future, obviously, I have to be a bit more diligent about my skincare. I myself am very, very fair-skinned. And, um, I also have, uh, you know, close family members who have had skin cancer. So I have to be a lot more diligent about that to make sure that in the future, I don't have to go through this again. Hopefully I won't cause it's gross. Yeah. And I did not like it. Uh, I did not tr- like it at all. You're a real trooper. Thanks babe. And Kevin, so- Kevin has been amazing to listen to me bitch and whine and moan and be sad about it. So <laughs> <laughs> I really think I'm the hero here. I yeah, really Kevin's do. the real hero yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So with dealing all with all that stress, I was not feeling funny enough yeah. and not feeling like I, I just didn't want to record and yeah. Um, we'll just find when we first, when you first, when we first found out that this was, uh, what was going to be the course of action, which so, was a rocky situation was, was anyway. A, yeah. It was a very upsetting thing to hear that you may have something in your growing in your face that needs to be removed. Uh-huh. And uh, so, you know, the, over the course of several weeks while the surgery was you know scheduled and everything, it was just not a, not a, a jovial time to want to record anyway. And then of course, once it happened, once the surgery took place, obviously there's a lot of healing that needs to go on too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just been a long period of kind of this situation that, that Tiffany uh, had went through and uh, just kind of 
dealing with it and, uh, and healing from it. Yeah. And we all deal with it in the best way we know how. And, uh, honestly, you know, it's, let's talk about the most difficult part about all of this is that my face had surgery on it and I live with one of the funniest people I could ever find in the world. <laughs> and so <laughs> the first couple of days was painful to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> And there's Sorry. no way I could have done an episode for an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even like headset, head, you know, headphones aside, I could have, you know, maybe tilted them on my head or whatever. Even if my brain was functioning enough to like write up fun headlines and and whatever, um, I I I don't think I could have withstood or <laughs> my stitches could have withstood a week's worth of uh, you know, Kevin um, while we recorded an episode. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you're too kind. I'm not that funny, but you're, I mean, okay, okay. You're funny to me. <laughs> so yeah. So it's uh yeah. So Tiffany is on the mend. It definitely. Yeah. Uh, I guess our word of advice to everybody would be wear the sunscreen, appropriate level sunscreen, right? When yeah. you're in the summer, when you're outside. And so my uh, dermatologist has said like 30 and up. You know, my entire life I've always worn like 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's always been like what I thought was good enough because I didn't burn. Uh, if I wore 15. Yeah. I usually just put balsamic vinegar on my face when I go outside. Is that bad? That's a terrible idea, oh, Kevin. Oh, God. Do you, do you do the thing from Seinfeld where you just cover yourself in butter? <laughs> I just, uh, I just smear an avocado on my face. Is that bad? That's also bad. Huh. That's not, okay. that's not helpful. What you need, Kevin, is SPF that is broad spectrum. Okay. And this is going to sound like an ad and kind of is. <laughs> so that, your skin is protected. <laughs> Use offer code fake for 10% off your next order. <laughs> of whatever you get. I don't yeah, care. No, no, it's no. Just, you know, just send us a bill. Just use it. Don't send us a bill. <laughs> no, please we don't. can't afford it. This is a labor of love, this show. <laughs> we do not make a lot of money. <laughs> Another reason why you can wait six weeks for the next episode. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we, we dealt with that and, um, you know, uh, we're humans and uh, we needed to deal with that first. And yeah. uh, But we're here, we're back, we're ready, ready to be punchy and funny and uh, uh, spread good cheer, yes, if indeed. you will. And you know, I want to point out one thing too, Tiffany, is yeah. that um, after you had your initial surgery, like two hours later, my wife had a job interview uh, and got a new position at the company that we work for. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's pr- that's pretty baller and pretty badass that you were able to, to just go from this surgery at a, you know, I mean, it was a, it's a scary situation. You know, we, we, we talk it down a little bit and, and joke around a little bit about it, but it was, it, it was scary. And then to go from that to two hours later, you know, being on your A game on an interview and then landing a new gig uh, is great. And that's, that just, you're a very uh, strong and amazing woman. And uh, like, I just, uh, I'm so proud of you for, for, for the job uh, and just proud of you for everything really. But um, you just, the way you've went through this whole scenario, the whole scenario, this whole, the way you went through this whole situation, I mean, you're just an amazing person and I love you. And uh, however I can support you, 
Uh, I'm here, obviously, always, and here to make you laugh and bust your stitches and everything. So. <laughs> Thanks for not busting my stitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're you're an incredible. You're incredible, and like you just went through some. You navigated through some very rocky stuff lately, and uh, and you came out um, all the better. So just uh, congratulations. I love you, and uh, yeah, let's have a great show. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, babe. Yeah. And thanks for listening, fake friends. Thanks for sticking around if you're still listening to the show uh, after our hiatus. Um, that's cool. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> so we'll, we'll hopefully uh, be around a little bit more regularly. But yeah, you know, life comes like you know, life comes first. We have we have lives. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's just how it is. This is the way it goes. Yeah. But it's all good. And I think Tiffany. So this is fake headlines podcast. Uh, we do discuss uh, our uh, personal medical situations, but we also. Uh, do some comedy as well. This is a comedy podcast. This is a comedy. This, this is not is a, a surgery podcast. Uh, it's comedy like with a capital C, not comedy in quotations. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> comedy. Comedy. <laughs> uh, so what we've done is we have taken the last uh, few weeks to uh, scour the web and find a strange article, a strange headline that tickled our fancy. And then we took some time to come up with some of our own headlines. And what we do each week is we pitch each other three headlines only one of them is real and we try to figure out what the real one is and we just kind of goof around and use the headlines as a jumping off point for a discussion and we kind of see where it goes and uh, we just have fun with it yeah pretty much it that was a great recap hey thanks and uh, now are you i forget who's going first this week do you, uh, do you remember it is me it is you okay it's me i go first so tiffany let's get uh, episode one, uh, 109 underway if you would please uh, now hit me with your three headlines we will begin this week's festivities okay headline number one welcome to froggy land <laughs> The Croatian Taxidermy Museum that may soon come to the U.S. Oh, my. Welcome to Froggyland. The Croatian Taxidermy Museum that may soon come to the U.S. <laughs> okay. How exciting. Headline number two. <laughs> Buzz around Tokyo's latest interactive tech wonder, B-Land. B-Land. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Buzz around Tokyo's latest interactive tech wonder, B-Land. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple ex-girlfriends that came from B-Land. Ah. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> Headline number three. <laughs> Flamingos in southern France. Nope. <laughs> Can't read. I'm very bad at reading. <laughs> oh, God. What is it really going to be? No, it's, it's close. It's just I can't read. Flamingos in southern French town keep locals hostage in Pink Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Flamingos in a it, southern French town are holding hostages. Yes. <laughs> I remember seeing Flamingo Hostage open up for Depeche Mode back in 87. <laughs> they were so good. Yeah. <laughs> they were. All right. So, Tiffany, what you're trying to tell me is that one of these three uh, very strange and animal-related headlines... <laughs> 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 Only one is an actual real story. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's try to get to the bottom of this. All right. So headline number one, welcome to Frogland. 
there's a taxidermy uh croatian taxidermy museum yeah oh my well that sounds horrifying (laughs) 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 yeah i don't know much about croatia do you the only thing i know about croatia is that's where former uh mixed martial artist mirko krokop is from and that doesn't help this headline one bit. No. The only thing I know about Croatia is that it has froggy land currently and then it may come to the U.S. later. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I heard that somewhere. <laughs> I think I saw that too. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, one of the doctors from ER was from Croatia. That's it. That's uh-huh. all I know. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> My first thought about this museum is Kermit, of course. And yeah. I immediately thought of... Uh, why are there so many museums with all my friends dead in them? (laughs) (laughs) What will become of me? (laughs) Also applies to dinosaurs. (laughs) Like this is, I mean, this, I mean, you got to really come to America with a real humdinger of a taxidermy museum, you know, like don't like, what could this possibly, is it like frogs, like, like pose doing different activities? Maybe is that what, what's like with little outfits on? Like, <laughs> like, frog, like all the frogs from like science class, they're like pinned, like, like one of them's bowling and they've got like a little bowling shirt on and yeah. like a little, it's like a little diorama with like frogs inside of it's it. It's like, it's, um, kind of, yeah, I guess it would be what you would expect, uh, frogs actually do underwater. <laughs> I don't know how you'd bowl underwater, but I, I suppose it's possible, right? I, I guess it would be possible, right? Yeah. I mean, mermaids must do stuff like that for entertainment, right? What else would they be doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is specific to Croatian frogs, though. And, and oh, American frogs, they don't have that kind of skill. No, no. They're just on their phones all day. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. they're underwater. They're shorting out. It's terrible. Yeah. Bad connections. Mm-hmm. You can't get on the light. LTE network. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's the lily pad network down there. Yeah, right? well, yeah, of course. You should know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I know I ran out of any time ribbits. I lost, <laughs> couldn't call my friend. <laughs> so stupid. Oh my gosh. So, well, and I, I imagine in Croatia there's not much to do other than, you know, take a dead frog, take all of its insides out, stuff it with something and then pose it and then make a little diorama with it. They don't just dry them out. What do you, do you know, you seem to know something about taxidermy. Why, what do you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's so accusatory. I don't know. Well, you're like, I'm describing cutting an animal open and pulling out its insides. You're like, why don't you just dry it out? (laughs) Like, like you had some kind of knowledge. I'm just saying an amphibian, you know, it's, uh, going to have uh maybe a different process than uh, that of a stuffed camel okay all right, right. <laughs> has there ever been a taxidermied camel <laughs> <laughs> maybe sometimes people do it with moose and yes and, they do <laughs> wait well and uh deer um but um like a, is that what it is maybe is it like you have a deer head on this on the wall is it just like a little tiny frog head on a little tiny plaque is that what it is the taxidermy maybe it could be mm-hmm. it's very that seems very um unimpressive 
Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have a whole room full of them, that's impressive. Well, that's also very creepy. Yeah. Actually. So aren't museums that have dead bodies in them and we just call them mummies. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> it's just a traveling graveyard. It's a traveling. That's, yeah. They, why don't they just call it a traveling graveyard? <laughs> <laughs> And like the taxidermy thing, it's like, why would you do that? Like, why would you want to sit there and like stuff uh, after you apparently dry out animal skin? My wife seems to know an awful lot about animal mutilation. We'll get into this later, Tiffany. But um, right now (laughs) you uh, like, why, why do that? Like, there's no, like we, why is that a fun thing? That just seems strange. I'm not sure. I mean, maybe, maybe it's just cause like. Uh, you can't control a wild animal necessarily. So it's like this way. It's like, like you, you can always see it Mm. no matter what. That sounds like like you don't have to let it go. (laughs) 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 These are so sweet. These little trophies. (laughs) This room full of trophies. Why are you looking at the knives? Why (laughs) you keep glancing into the kitchen? What are you doing? (laughs) 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 what are all these drying spices laying around for what are you planning on doing with me (laughs) you have a pile of sawdust next to you what's it for never mind putting that in my body (laughs) i imagine sawdust is used i don't know (laughs) see i don't know things about taxidermy you apparently do (laughs) i'm over here with sawdust (laughs) Is that your assumption is sawdust is used? (laughs) Well, because in school, whenever someone would throw up in the hallway, they would throw sawdust on it and it would help clean it up. So I imagine that's what you do with anything. (laughs) You were going to say they threw up sawdust (laughs) and I was like, (laughs) I think you went to school with wooden boys. (laughs) You need to explain some things, Pinocchio. I went to... As to why your nose doesn't grow. <laughs> you know you know how people go to those Montessori schools? I went to a marionette school. <laughs> Just me and some puppets. You've really grown into your strings. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> headline number two. Uh, yes, headline number two. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is buzz ar- <laughs> buzz around uh, Tokyo in uh, uh, some exhibit called B Land. What we refresh yes, my memory sir, here? Uh, buzz around Tokyo's latest interactive tech wonder, B Land. Interactive tech wonder. Yeah. So that makes me think that it's maybe not. So it's obviously bee related and not uh, not bitch related, but really bees is in our. Is in like buzz, buzz. is in buzzers. Yeah. Is in honey makers. Yeah. Um. So I, I love a good honey maker. <laughs> <laughs> honey maker. They really know how to move that pollen. You know what I mean? Oh, like wait. you watch them go, and then they go in they please the queen and then they make that honey money <laughs> i'm gonna need a, a moist towel um i don't know what happened um, <laughs> so i imagine when you say when you say tokyo and well you did say tech wonder but immediately i thought of something highly advanced because yeah. that's where things are um are dreamed up and are advanced um 
So I imagine yeah. maybe it's not, is it really bees or is it some kind of like simulation of bees? I wonder what it, I wonder if that could be what it is. What if you're the bee? What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Buzz off, man. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, which uh, it, it could be just uh, where you walk around and you get to see the day in the life. Day in the life of a bee. Mm-hmm. Do bees last more than a day? They live more than a day, don't they? Yeah. 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 Huh, you know what I imagine this is kind of like? I, I remember going when I was a little kid, we went to, um, I don't know if it was Universal Studio, one of those like movie studio theme park things in florida and uh, there was a honey i shrunk the kids uh exhibit or whatever you want to call it there and there was like a giant bee and like some like one kid from the tour group got to get on the bee and they did like a green screen thing with it uh-huh yeah so i imagine maybe something like that where maybe you're you hmm. get on the bee and you're like flying and it's like making it seem like you're on the bee flying with it yeah as it goes about its day like you were mm-hmm. saying maybe the day in life of a bee Mm-hmm. A lot of making honey. A lot of they spend an awful lot of time on that pleasing the queen part, which is a little uncomfortable for some people. Sure, but to me, I found it to be very romantic. So, do you think it's a situation where someone just puts on like a beekeeper outfit and you're walking through like a swarm of bees? That seems dangerous. That seems very dangerous. I feel like you'd have a lot of insurance uh, forms to fill out before you went in there. Have you ever thought about bees being in Japan prior to? Uh, just a few moments ago. No, I guess I never really thought about, uh, I think are bees a worldwide thing. Do they live in all climates? I think that in Japan, they're not actually that common anymore. Really? Because of, uh, their inability to pollinate. Oh, okay. So... Are these, so you think maybe the, this bee thing is something that is helping to repopulate uh, Japan with bees? It could be. It could be. Maybe it's more than just fun. Maybe it's, it's interactive in tech, but also something that is uh, helping their ecosystem. Right. Maybe you, maybe like when you go to the fair and you come home with like a little goldfish in a bag, maybe you come home with a little thing of bees and you helped repopulate them in your in your area that shouldn't make them angry at all no bees like to be confined into a little bag there's also a water around by a kid yeah and there's also water and a goldfish in there too just for old timey sake and it's a little Mm -hmm. upsetting for everybody the fish and the and the bees quite frankly yeah 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 as the bees sting the bag there's like water springing out in different directions out of the bag it's really is quite a scene it's a it's a real war (laughs) it really is uh so we so we live in an area where there's seasons, you know, uh, mm-hmm. as in Japan. So what would be different? Why would there be not bees over them? Is it just from like the pesticides and things that they use? Would that cause things to not happen anymore? It could be that. It could be um, the destruction of maybe what uh, plants what they, they use plant, yeah, mm-hmm, the yeah. to pollinize and. Uh, be able to make that honey and huh because mm-hmm. they do say that bees are there's they're scarce now right i mean in right. most parts of the world that's, yeah that's why they, there's always like things that are like save, save the, bees, the bees right because um yeah they 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 really are so uh vital to um uh 
plant life and Mm -hmm. and being able to carry pollen from one place to another and and uh allowing the growth of of things so it's they're just they're very very important but so maybe it maybe that has something to do with i don't know it could be Hmm. it's interesting do you uh your brother-in-law had was a beekeeper at one point do they still do that i think so okay well Mm -hmm. good for them helping out making honey yeah making that honey money making that honey make that honey money what about headline number three? Uh, headline number three was flamingos in southern France are holding people hostage. Yeah, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. This is like that. I just imagined flamingos busting into a bank. Yeah, with little masks on. L- little Ronald Reagan masks on. They're dr- actually dressed as turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, are you a flamingo wearing a? T- no, I'm a turkey. Thank you. Clearly, <laughs> could tell from my gizzard <laughs> don't worry about these long legs <laughs> i was up here on my breast i mean usually turkeys are very succulent and those legs look very skinny and unappetizing how dare you rude it's very rude this is a stick up not a critique of me <laughs> and my body thank you i will not be i will not be body shamed while robbing this bank thank you <laughs> Give me all your money and self-dignity, please. (laughs) I am at a deficit of dignity. I would like to take money and your dignity to replenish (laughs) what you just took from me. I will now take back that and then some with money in the vault. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It's very polite. These are are very polite and very eloquent hostage takers. Yeah, very un... uh, But also, I guess what I would expect from a flamingo or maybe a peacock. Like, I would expect there to be... Or someone from France, right? language right they're gonna insult you but they're gonna make you feel good about it like you're being (laughs) seduced in a weird way (laughs) the police how do you do that i don't know (laughs) the police arrive and like everybody that was just held up their their hair is all disheveled and they're all smoking (laughs) the police are like what happened here they're like i don't know i don't know We but also, I am okay. But I would, we'll say this. We did destroy all video evidence. <laughs> no one must see what happened. <laughs> I will not forget it, but you should never see it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, that video is available on the dark web. If you sure, look, well, yeah. if you look hard enough, you'll find yeah, it. Absolutely. Um, so flamingos in southern France. They help now. T- tell me the headline again, as written. I just jotted down keywords here. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I do the same thing. Um, flamingos in southern French town keep locals hostage in pink nightmare. <laughs> so wonder what they're. So maybe they just have like. Uh, I'm imagining that they are like running in the streets and people are afraid to go outside. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing, maybe. Are mm-hmm. flamingos like a scare? Are they, are they like an aggressive bird? I wonder. I mean, I guess I've never really been near one. Well, any wild animal is scary if you make them feel like they're being threatened. That, that's true. And Except an- for like a possum, then, then they're just gonna pretend like they're dead right right and then i also Smart pretend move. i also pretend i'm dead when i see an animal so yeah. <laughs> i could be looking out the window they're like i'm sure it's not looking in the window at me but i'm just gonna curl up on the floor and pretend <laughs> i've died until i'm that. just gonna go glossy eyed and pretend i'm a mannequin <laughs> just until, uh, kevin there's just a just just a neighborhood dog in the backyard doesn't matter it could be something else. i mean you think that's what it is but it could be in disguise it I'm looks gonna, very hungry i don't know i'm just gonna lay here there's no possible way you can get near this dog unless you went outside and walked 
a hundred feet to the dog. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna take any chances. I'm just gonna lay right here. <laughs> I just don't know what this dog is all about. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but if I saw a flamingo in the backyard, I probably would also be terrified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm easily terrified. I think you've learned that over the last fifteen years. Yeah. That's okay. I'm an easily terrified boy. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best to help make you brave. You do. You have <laughs> you have done a lot to make me a better person. Uh, Likewise. Th- well, thank you. But yeah, I mean, from just like literally, uh, you know, just being around you, I think is 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 like a, your, your baseline levels raised just being near you but then also just are through our encouragement experiences and everything i think we've also kind of really boosted each other wow what a sentimental show this is you're so nice oh my gosh you guys i just i just i'm so in love with this lady anyway uh back to the show (laughs) uh we won't apologize for being in love no we will not (laughs) So would you, um, I could see, I mean, you're much, you're a much braver person. So I could imagine you, if we were like lot, if we were stuck in a house and there were flamingos running around outside and one person had to go out and shoo them away, I think you would, you would take the lead on that. I think. Yeah, I would. Obviously, uh, in, in most rooms, I'm the one with the longest legs. So... <laughs> that's true you would you would just you would just open the front door stick one long luscious leg out they would see it and they would know that i'm mama's here i'm i'm the head flamingo now yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) and i would you know i'd i'd corral them and i i would lead them out to the flamingo land like a flamingo pasture yeah yeah not in like a take them out back and shoot them kind of way but like take them out and take them out take (laughs) take them out uh, to a place where they're no longer uh causing havoc yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i could see that yeah i could see you suplexing a flamingo (laughs) here now (laughs) (laughs) i could see you suplexing a flamingo really if you had to yeah Uh, i don't think you could i don't think you could hurt an animal unless it was unless it was actively trying to kill you yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. I think you're just you're good with animals. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah. You have a kind heart, but if an animal does try to go after Tiffany, she will suplex it and murder it. I'm also quite aware of when to run, because <laughs> if you haven't been chased by a goose, that's the time to run. <laughs> so you have experience, right? Because the flamingo probably goose. You know, they're in the same. Yeah. I think Family. any animal bite is probably going to hurt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, so yeah. Yeah. So I imagine this has got to be terrifying. I mean, it's also, also, I don't know how big they are there. Yeah, I don't know either, but they're, they're probably, it's probably both beautiful and terrifying at the same time. The flamingos running around outside kind of also, th- uh, much like yours truly. <laughs> <laughs> Have we told you about the legend of beautiful terror? She saved that town from flamingos. Tara? Terror. Oh, Tara. I was like, did you just call me Tara? No, no, <laughs> Tiffany. Beautiful. <laughs> Tara. Who is Tara? How dare you? Don't worry about it. Tiffany was a power lifter. We had a couple dates back in the early 90s. It's good. She's good. <laughs> 
<laughs> she was the uh, Shepherd champion in my town. It's good. It's all good. <laughs> so many accents. <laughs> How did you end up here, you strange American? <laughs> Beautiful terror. Beautiful terror. <laughs> Who's terror? <laughs> God. Well, I mean, we just talked about how loving of a couple we are, but there are some trust issues. We do have some trust issues. <laughs> we do have some things to work on. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he just called me Tina once. All right. Now's not the time to bring this up. <laughs> Don't you want to change the subject and guess which one of these is real? Oh, gosh. Is it that time already? Yeah. All right. We got uh, Frogland. We've got B-Town. And we got <laughs> Flamingo. She could see herself right now. Flamingo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm like hunched over like a, I'm like a, I'm like a general hunched over a map of like where we're striking next as I look at my notebook. <laughs> oh, God. These are all so crazy. I really, I know I say this all the time, but I really don't know which one is legit. Um, I'm going to go with the frog land is the real story. <laughs> you know, I'm angry, right? I could tell it's the real headline, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Don't get mad. It was just a guess. Was it, Kevin? It was. Did you already know it was real? No, I, I did not see this article at all. They were all so bizarre. I just went with the first one. That's all. I hate it. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, all right, I got him now. Got him thinking about bees and flamingos. <laughs> Don't get so Some mad. Some lady named Tara. Tiffany, we're... <laughs> We're trying to heal right now. Don't get so angry. Well, this headline is from NPR News. And uh, welcome to Froggyland, the Croatian taxidermy museum that may soon come to the U.S. Tell me more. This is so strange. Like, why? Why? The reason why I wasn't sure if you had seen this headline, Kevin, was because there were so many things that you had on point. And really, when I read this... You're going to know those things. Okay. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I did not see this article anywhere. I had no, I had no idea. Okay. So this is from Split Croatia. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. <laughs> they hit you with a good Croatia split you. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, the Croatian split. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something we tried on our wedding night. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> oh god, I've missed doing this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> the Croatians. <laughs> what brings you to the urgent care center? <laughs> I think you know, it's me again. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> How many times have we told you you cannot do the Croatian split? You just don't have... You, you don't have it. You just don't have it. <laughs> no matter how many times you do it, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. 
<laughs> There's a lot of hype surrounding Froggy Land. The brochure for the museum, located outside the walls of Split's ancient palace built for the 4th century Roman emperor Diocletian, declares, Froggy Land, and first love will never be forgotten. That's odd. <laughs> what? I know. It, it seems so, like, you expect something from that first sentence where it's going to be like this huge, terrific thing. It's not. Yeah. On the travel website, TripAdvisor, Froggy Land has 644 reviews, six times more than the local fine art museum, and twice that of the city's world-renowned archaeological museum. Oh. It even outperforms the Game of Thrones museum. Parts of the Parts of the series were filmed nearby. What's so special about this taxidermy museum? The sounds of a lily pad pond piped through the outdoor speakers greet the visitors. <laughs> Inside, it's quiet because the 507 frogs on display have been dead for more than a century. Oh, God. A hundred-year-old dead frogs? Isn't that crazy? What? But they look very much alive thanks to the work of Ferrick Mir, a mustached Hungarian taxidermist... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we knew he was going to have a mustache. Yeah. Right? And we didn't, we, we kind of already, it's Is implied. there, give me a taxidermist who doesn't have a mustache. Right. I think they go hand in hand. Absolutely. Just like their handlebar mustache. <laughs> who lived from 1878 to 1947 and spent 10 of his years catching frogs, killing them, and stuffing them before arranging them into a variety of exhibits that showed them living out human lives. Ah! <laughs> Wait till you see some of these pictures because it is a banana. Oh my God. The most popular exhibit, froggy bowling. What? <laughs> Somehow his frogs end up in what is now Serbia from where they eventually made their way to a permanent home and split along Croatia's uh, coast where they have been examined by thousands of curiosity seekers over the past decade. Taxidermy was all the rage in the early 20th century, and anthropomorphic displays were a popular way to exhibit the evolving science and art of this practice. Muir arranged his frogs into 21 dioramas, capturing typical human scenes from a century ago. <laughs> Oh, my God. A classroom with a froggy teacher trying to restore order among naughty froggy students. <laughs> a couple of them hitting each other with rulers and one balancing a miniature pencil on his froggy nose. <laughs> it's just like that uh, that series from the 70s, Welcome Back Frogger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am looking at the frog picture. I was able to, to look it up on mm -hmm. NPR. Oh, my God. Is this person is an absolute loon, but I love it. Did it's... you see the, the swimming pool one? <laughs> I did. It's so weird. In another exhibit, a couple of dozen frogs ballroom dance to the music of an amphibian band while, <laughs> while, while several others smoke, drink, and play billiards, <laughs> billiards and poker with tiny cards. That's got me. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, this was too much for one TripAdvisor reviewer who punished the museum with a single star review saying, disgusting display of animal cruelty. Yes, let's kill thousands of frogs for art and ask people, did you have fun at the end of it? Go, if you have no soul. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, I am obviously, like, I animal cruelty is disgusting. Um, 
the the acts but, the acts of the person who did this are are absolutely appalling. However, the fact that these exist now in a museum, I think, is is kind of important. I mean, it it mm. give any art is important like yeah. that, you know. So it's it's kind of the same idea where, you know, I, am I going to go out and buy a fur coat knowing that it was just freshly killed mm-hmm. for someone to wear now? No, absolutely not. Might I wear a vintage mink cowl? Possibly. Because at that time, it was acceptable. Mm-hmm. And maybe right. that's wrong. But for me, the, I mean, that's how I justify it. Because it, it's an important uh, way to uh, uh, examine and mm-hmm. and uh, accept progress. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if someone was making new, like if someone was killing a f- killing frogs purposely, right? Like in 2021 to right. make dioramas, you'd be like, whoa, we got to stop That's doing messed that. up. Yeah. But yeah. if like, if this you is a hundred years ago, it's a hundred years ago. It was a different time. Um, but also like, even if, if today, maybe if you, if these if the animals had died naturally and then someone were to taxidermy them, eh, I'd feel less bad about it. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I'm just, I'm just talking in the moment here, Yeah. but there's something, there's something to that as well. Like if it's something that naturally, an animal that naturally passed, like if the frogs naturally died and then they were like used in a way, I'd Mm -hmm. feel less bad about it. I'm not sure. I'm still not sure how I feel about it, but that's just, it's interesting. Yeah. Cause like a lot of, a lot of, um, like if people have, um, butterflies, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, I don't know, like behind glass or something like yeah. those I've seen before. Like usually those aren't killed with that sole purpose. Right. You know. Right. They're not hung on like a cross. Yeah. But I think, I mean, I, like I get where this TripAdvisor reviewer is coming from, yeah. but at the same time, like, I mean, if don't go to a museum where it's stuffed with taxidermy, if you're going to be a, a dick about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, right, cause right. no matter what, it's going to make you feel uncomfortable whether mm-hmm. you know how they died or not. You know, they're dead animals whose carcasses are now being repurposed in a way that seems a little weird probably to you. So, yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it's weird that we have museums that have mummies that, you know, we've dug up the bodies of people who died thousands of years ago and now we have them on display. That's super weird. Super weird. And it's what super weird. Like you're, you're asking for a haunting right there. Yeah. You got a displaced grave. Good Lord. It's like That's like ghost 101. Yeah. You fools. But anyway, Froggy Land, I think, is very fascinating. And, mm-hmm. and while I don't agree with the fact that these frogs were killed like that. I do certainly appreciate the the artistic endeavors mm-hmm. of of this artist who uh, you know created these dioramas. It's very silly and fun. I am so glad you said that, Tiffany, because I want to take this opportunity to give you this frog necklace I've been making. No, no, no. Over. Oh, I misread this. No, no, no. Oh, God. No, no. While you were reading, I went outside and did some things to frogs I shouldn't have, mm. and made a necklace. Kevin, you've. God, I didn't listen to that thing. I should have been... Uh, this is very I'm wrong. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Most of the museum's worst reviews echo this one, and Froggy Land owner Ivan Med- Medvisic typically takes time to write back. That's <laughs> nice. He explains that the museum displays taxidermy, which was popular a, a century ago when these frogs were stuffed. Uh, after my own visit to Froggy Land, uh, that's the author, I meet Medvisic, who goes by the nickname Boss Itzo. 
The burly, somber-looking businessman seems a little worn out by Froggyland, possibly because it foisted him. It was foisted on him by his parents. Oh God! Fifty years ago, it sucks. When you have to go into your parents' line of work. No, <laughs> I wanted. To, I wanted to have a clam taxidermy oh, right and now i gotta do a frogs oh my parents are so stupid 50 years ago someone left these frogs behind in in an attic in serbia and my parents bought them he says with a frown <laughs> oh <laughs> poor guy <laughs> hmm. at first they had a little traveling museum and then they opened this years later froggy lamb was passed down to him his disposition brightens when he shows me how none of the frogs have incisions it's an expert level of taxidermy requiring removal of the innards from the frog's mouths before carefully replacing them with a cork and sawdust to help preserve their corpses. <laughs> oh my God. You freaking weirdo. <laughs> you know more than you realize. You're like, oh, I don't know, Tiffany. This sounds like a serial killer. You know an awful lot about taxidermy. It and then you're like, oh, uh, they clearly stuffed them with sawdust, right? <laughs> I don't know a thing. <laughs> okay, Kevin. Clearly, you know how to preserve a corpse. I've gone dormant from taxidermy. My for dad the last listens 10 years. to this, so he'll know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Did I have I done stuff to frogs? I don't know. I'm so confused. I think you're a oh, descendant. Um, okay, uh, he says the people who most appreciate Froggy Land are American and British tourists. Croatians aren't into it. Locals don't like my museum, he says with a chuckle. They'd rather eat frogs than see them in a museum. Oh, so that's worse. Mm -hmm. Ticket sales were soaring before the pandemic. Froggy Land had 50,000 visitors in 2019, a record year for tourism in Croatia. Since the pandemic, numbers plummeted to just a few thousand. And that's why he will not pass down Froggy Land to the next generation. It's no longer profitable, he says, and investors in America really want to buy it. He won't disclose who's buying Froggy Land, but he hopes the museum will continue to inspire people like Crispy C, uh -huh, <laughs> a trip advisor who gave Froggy Land five stars last year at the height of the pandemic. Sometimes a mirror, mirror of society is best to contemplate and understand your own life, existence, and purpose of life, he wrote. Froggy Land is exactly that mirror. I don't know who this person is, wow. but that's a little weird, man. Yeah, yeah. Jeepers, creepers. Uh, Medvisic says he's not sure what he'll do after he retires. For now, he's happy Froggy Land is bound for the U.S. where he believes people will fully appreciate it. <laughs> it's, it I mean, it's so, it's very, very silly. And, and you know, I it's, it's quite, it, obviously, it's very gruesome um, to have all these frogs killed. But um, it's just... It's really something. It's really, really something to mm -hmm. see these little dioramas. Well, hopefully soon we'll all be able to take a road trip to go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I'd want to see it, but um <laughs> I mean then again, I mean we went to Ripley's, believe it or not, in Niagara Falls, Canada, and like yeah. there were shrunken heads there. Yeah. So I mean There's weird shit there. Yeah. We've seen yeah. weird stuff. There's yeah, and there I mean there's stuffed animals there too. Yeah. Like every natural history museum has stuffed animals yeah. there too and not stuffed yeah. animals. I mean they have stuffed animals for sale, but not like taxidermy animals. They right. have taxidermy animals in there. Shut up, Tiffany, they get the point. Tiffany, you probably wonder why it smells like sawdust in here. I do. And, yeah, well, I'm concerned. Well, we'll be right back after these words. Mm. Boy, am I parched. But do I want coffee or soda? 
Why not have both? What? Who are you? Ah, don't worry about me. I'm here to tell you that with Marcola coffee syrup, you can have both. What? Well, tell me how. Well, for example, Marcola coffee soda is made with Marcola coffee syrup, sparkling water, and a twist of lemon. Wow. That sounds like a real flavor journey. It is. Go to drinkmarcola.com for this recipe and more. Wow. Thanks, random guy. Everybody loves the coffee soda. Everybody loves to drink Marcola. And we're back. We're back. All right, Tiffany, uh, are you ready for my three headlines for the week? I am. All right. Oh, right now? Yes. No, sounds good. Okay. All right, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. All right. Headline number one. <laughs> House hunter stumbles across ordinary looking home with a prison in the basement. Gross. House hunter stumbles across ordinary looking home with a prison in the basement. All right. Headline number two, scarecrows get scarier as bird brains appear to need bigger fright. Scarecrows get scarier as bird brains appear to need a bigger fright. Okay. And headline number three, kindergarten graduation ceremony draws attention for valedictorian speech. Kindergarten graduation ceremony draws attention for valedictorian speech. Hmm. These are a lot to take in. <laughs> yes, they are. Now, remember, only one of them is real, though. Yeah. Mm. They don't have a, a theme like mine. No, no. Uh, crazy animals or anything. <laughs> Just one crazy animal. Well, two, if you count the uh, prison in the basement. Um. Okay, so let's talk about house hunters. I'm talking about, you know, because the person who probably built that is a monster yes of course and they weren't keeping animals in those cages probably no not if it's called a prison right (laughs) yeah zoos are called zoos not animal prison (laughs) although what if zoos were just animal what if zoos were animal prisons it was just like really bad animals were in there (laughs) like see that hippopotamus murdered a guy (laughs) see that giraffe taxidermy of humans (laughs) oh Mm-hmm. Wow. He's in solitary. Wow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so how's that? <laughs> Just thinking about that scenario. Like how how would you how would that go? <laughs> um Okay, so House Hunters uh has an ordinary home. And then there's a prison in it. Right. So they're just going. So is this an episode? No, this is just like House Hunters, like people. House oh, okay. Not, so like an epi- not like an actual like TV episode of House Hunters. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. it would be a really awkward episode yeah. to film. Like, uh, do, what do you do with that footage? Do you start over from the beginning? Right. <laughs> it's like the episode is going on and they're like, and now we found a prison. They're like, to see more of this episode, please subscribe to HBO. We'll now be broadcasting the rest of the episode <laughs> over there. <laughs> I gotta know how it ends. Oh man. <laughs> um okay, so these house uh hunters. So it's just people house hunting. They're right. house hunting. Right. They uh they're like, Wow, this house looks beautiful and then Let's go to an open house. Yeah. So the realtor must know that that exists. So right. because it's not like so. it's not gonna be a surprise to the realtor. Right. The, the, the realtor is not going to find out in real time as they're showing the house. 
Right. You would hope that they've gone down in the, into the basement and checked it out. <laughs> Unless this is part of the realtor scheme. And then, oh. you know, that it turns out the realtor is the monster all along. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or, the, or maybe it was like a hidden thing. Like they found like a, a prison, maybe. Like, I don't know. But yeah, I would assume that they found it. But how do you sell that though? Like you're like, if you're showing off a house and you're like, yes, yeah, okay, the, the, we're going to go down the basement. It's a finished basement. Uh, the last occupants turn it into a, a mini prison and we don't have to, but I mean, you can do whatever you want with it. I mean, you can just, you know, take the cages down, maybe put in like a big screen TV, make it a theater room or something. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> like you really got to dance around that. Right. I know. Like, I know. Hold on. Hold on. Who used to live here? Like, can I look at the property records? Like <laughs> you can, I mean, it already has uh, built-in plumbing, so you could just turn this into a nice half bath. Right. Uh, right. You you know, for aesthetic purposes, you could keep the metal toilet. You can it make, looks great. You can make, the, make this into six bedrooms with their own uh, stainless steel toilets. And you don't really get that in a lot of uh, ranch homes in this area. Right, right. There's a, <laughs> plus, it's a ranch home with a basement. <laughs> A lot of weird things about this house. A lot of weird things. <laughs> Let's talk about that more so than the prison that we're <laughs> standing in. <laughs> Originally, this was a prison bunker. Because <laughs> you would imagine, right? I mean, if somebody were to, if someone mm. was living in this house and they died and then they went in to clean it out and you saw a prison in there, wouldn't you immediately have to bring in the police to like investigate I would hope so. Right? I mean, yeah. if, was, were you, would you want to find out were people in here? Were people like living in these cells? Was it some kind of weird sex thing? Or was it some kind of terrible crime being committed? Was it both? Is it possible that it's uh, a histor- historical sort of thing? Like maybe because uh, I maybe mean the building used to be a prison or something maybe. Well, yeah, maybe maybe it had uh, some sort of historical size to a historical building. Maybe the building was torn down, but the the foundation still remained. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. then you know the basement had perhaps uh, some sort of cell included in there for you know the town criminal. Right. Okay. Maybe that makes it used sense. to be where the sheriff's office stood, and you right. know they happen to keep. That would make sense. People in the basement where there's a prison. <laughs> that would make more sense than someone building a prison in their basement. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Because that sounds like an episode of a podcast that we don't normally do. No, no. But I love to listen to. <laughs> you would Obsessed. listen to this. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> You're a true crammer. I, I enjoy true crime and weird stuff. Like, yeah. I, yeah. It's, I do too. I think everyone, I, I like I the think psychology. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not everybody, but there's a good um, number of people right now that are into that. Give me some good ghost stuff. Give me some good crime stuff. Give me some good, like weird behind the scenes stuff. You love it all. I love it. I love it. I love it. Give me some taxidermy frogs. I'll, I'll take a look. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have like, but you, yeah, that, that's got to be the reason. Cause otherwise I think you're asking, there's going to be a lot of um, police investigations going on. Like what? And then if you're trying to sell the house, why wouldn't you like try to renovate that somehow before selling it? Like, you know what? Maybe, maybe that was a choice. Maybe, um, that allowed for like a novelty element to okay. it. You know, you know, because you have uh, certain houses that maybe have a certain look to them or, you know, niche where people are really, really into it. Maybe um, it, it, 
that sort of marketability to it, it was something that they decided to hold on to. Like, hey, check out this cool house. Yeah. Oh, but wait, there's more. <laughs> you know, there's... have you ever wanted your own prison? <laughs> 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 yeah, maybe maybe it's something like that. You know, it, it, who knows? Could be like a maybe it was done for like a movie or something. Maybe too. Maybe maybe it was like a movie built for like a movie filming or something yeah then, absolutely um, yeah it's still like the remains of a movie set and uh maybe the owners just never wanted to tear it down and the, they're ready to sell and right uh that you know allows it to bump up the price a little bit because i think it would be creepier if, if they discovered it like there was like a um a hidden door that they found and there was a prison that would that would that would lead to me to believe there was much more serious crimes happening there. yeah absolutely it doesn't sound good on the surface though it doesn't sound like i just can't wrap my head around why you wouldn't just fix that up and knock that down before putting that house on the market right right because <laughs> i feel like the audience that's going to look for a prison basement as opposed to let's say granite countertops like you're looking for a big you're just you don't know you're just uh, putting your eggs in the wrong basket I think. yeah <laughs> um speaking of scary things let's talk about scarecrows yes. and how they're getting scarier yeah so the so scarecrows get scarier as bird brains appear to need a bigger fright so uh yeah so our Those birds are figuring it out they're like oh i don't have to be scared of these stupid things right Okay. So, now so what do they do? Dressing them like cats? <laughs> yes. Yeah. They all look like, they all look like that. Um, what was that movie that came out where it was like a fish man that fell in love with a human? Oh yeah. Fish man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <know>, fish man. <laughs> I know which one you're talking about, but I can't think yeah, of it. A fish, it's, it's fish it, won, man. it won a lot of awards. Yeah. Uh, a fish called Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was called a fish called Wanda. Yeah. It was about Wanda, a fish, uh, played by Wanda Sykes, of yeah, course, yeah. uh, as a fish <laughs> and uh, <laughs> mermaid. You're thinking of mermaid. Yes. That's yeah. right. Yes. Yes. Tom Hanks and Wanda Sykes in yeah. mermaid. <laughs> 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 I wish I could. <laughs> ah, that's so funny. So all the scarecrows look like that fish man from that movie, Fish Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's that's creepy as as hell. That thing. Yeah. I never. We never saw that the movie. Creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> There's a lot of fishy movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Finding Nemo. <laughs> Jaws. I love that everyone is so vastly different than the last. We went from a fish called Wanda to we went from Fishman to a fish called Wanda to Mermaid to Nemo to Jaws. They're all wildly different, covering various elements of the sea. And one of those things is not real. <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> oh my gosh so yes what were we talking about 
so scarecrows. scarecrows. Yeah, so scarecrows. So the birds are like you said. The birds are figuring it out. So they've got to get scarier. So maybe they are more elaborate um, pre- predators of the crows, perhaps. Ravens. Maybe they're ra- giant ravens are out there. Maybe. According to my dad, I've learned that ravens and crows do not get along. Really? They are not friends. Okay. They like to bully each other. I just imagine all of the scarecrows looking like Raven Simone. Yeah. That would be scary. I, I, yeah, it would be. Anyone who, I mean, any scarecrow that looks like a specific person would be really scary. <laughs> hey, you, um, you and they're all from the Cosby show too, which is weird. Like, excuse me, is that a field filled with Tempest Bledsoe's? <laughs> Well, yes, it is. It's, it helps keep the crows away. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I put a lot of effort into my scarecrows. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Over here, check out the Theo field. <laughs> the Theo field. They're it's all weird. wearing Gordon Gartrell shirts. Anyway, um, yes, so... scarecrow Cosby sweaters? Oh, God. <laughs> Those are great for making nests. Maybe they just look like bigger uh, birds. Like maybe... Like big Bird? Yeah. They're all looking like Big Bird from Sesame Street. <laughs> That's scary to other birds. It is scary. But, like, give him, like, red eyes. Like, he's... Oh, yeah. Like, he's uh, possessed. And right. M- maybe... Um, also like dressed like Rambo. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's scary, right? That is scary. Like a possessed big bird dressed like Rambo. (laughs) I would steer clear of that field myself. I would too. I wouldn't want to mess with that. Perhaps that town, perhaps, perhaps that hemisphere. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Not going near it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think any any animal that you throw Rambo garb on, I think you're really, <laughs> really taking it in a different direction. Yeah, you know? like a flamingo with Rambo. Yeah, not gonna mess with that. No, I would be uh, you. I would be held hostage. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So headline number three. Yeah, let's talk about headline yeah. number three. Kindergarten graduation ceremony draws attention for valedictorian speech. Okay. Do you remember who spoke at your kindergarten graduation? I don't remember having a kindergarten graduation. I don't either. I feel like this is a, like a more newer thing. I, you know, I've always wondered that because I, I, yeah, I don't think so. I think we had, I think we had a graduation for sixth grade. Okay. And I was late for it. Uh, I think my mother actually hit a bird on the way. <laughs> That's ironic. What a fun thing to call back. Yeah. Uh, and. not kidding (laughs) i remember the outfit that i wore (laughs) i had like this little green skirt on and i also had a t-shirt on (laughs) had a frog on it no way (laughs) (laughs) tiffany did all of your like did all of this week's articles spill out from your 
imagination. Like, <laughs> is this podcast taking place inside your sixth grade brain right now? This is a simulation. This is all just a you're yeah. just daydreaming. You're on a cot right now. You're on a cot laying in your sixth grade uh, classroom. And this is not even real. <laughs> <laughs> None of this has been real. If you're the man that I made up to marry, then that's fine. You got a great imagination. I do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's really funny. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think we had a kindergarten, uh, graduation. Why uh, sixth grade? Is that, did you, did, be, at that point you went to a different building or something like that? Or that and, um, it, it was, that was the end of elementary school. Okay. So seventh grade would be junior high. Oh, right. So okay. yeah, that's that right. was, that was it. Yeah. Was, was eighth grade also a part of junior high for you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's how it was at our school too. Seventh and eighth were junior high, and then ninth was high. Ninth was, was high school. right. That must be how it is normal normal places too. I would I assume think, so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Okay. So there was a so kindergarten graduations have valedictorians. Yeah, like the smartest kid in the class, right? They talk, give a speech, an inspiring speech to their classmates. <laughs> I'm just. What would that consist of? I don't know. This year, we colored some of us inside the lines, others outside the lines. But either way, we colored a bright new future. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually pretty good. That's really oh, good. you didn't know that I moonlight as a kindergarten speechwriter. <laughs> you have a side hustle. <laughs> Send your milk money to Venmo it to me, and I will help write the biggest speech of your life. You little nerd. <laughs> Or maybe it's like a, uh, do you think, so if they have a valedictorian, did they, uh, like a, uh, like at, at high school graduation or college graduation, they would always bring in like a, I don't even remember who that valedictorian is, like a distinguished alumni or like a person to give a speech. Like, could you imagine, would they do that for like kindergarten graduations? Do they do that? They have like a, do people come in and talk? Yeah. They bring in the kid from first grade. <laughs> classmates teachers distinguished alumni i'm here to speak (laughs) it's been a big year outside of kindergarten we've um we not only color in and outside the lines but we also now have moved on to playing with a giant parachute in gym class you guys are gonna love it (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna love it you're gonna fly high (laughs) <laughs> crawl fast <laughs> and sit low <laughs> life is uh is a lot like that parachute you know you gotta you gotta as one come together and whip it with your hand so it, a big gust of air catches it and raises it up and then it allows someone to run to where they need to go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you be that wind for somebody and you support them just like they'll support you and you sit low in the meantime because your turn's coming. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> I have it's to. It's moving. I now have to go pee pee, so I will now end the speech. <laughs> the kid just raises his hand. <laughs> uh, you have the floor. Why are you raising your hand? I got to go, number two. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, Dolores, go on. <laughs> of course, there's a first grader named Dolores, right? Uh, well, yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, they'd be giving a speech with a name like that. What's wrong with me? <laughs> That's a name that you don't hear often. Not enough. How many children do you know whose name is Dolores? None. Zero. I know like three kids. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah, I don't remember having graduations for that, for ceremonies, but it seems like there's a lot more, there's a lot more uh, celebrations, it seems, either that or my parents just did not want to do shit. There is like, uh, it seems like there's much more uh, ceremonial things that go on in school, like graduations and this and that, and moving up ceremonies and all this stuff. It's like, man, we didn't have any of that stuff. We just like, you just started going to a different building, like after summer ended. Yeah, I think I, I, you know, I, I... My assumption is that with a lot of those things, uh, it has to do with uh, new findings in uh, assisting development Mm -hmm. of children. So they probably do have these little sort of ritual things to help move kids along uh, to acknowledge great achievements, Mm -hmm. you know, even uh, as small as they may seem to adults. Yeah. You know, there, there must be... There must be a reason in education curriculum where they might have adapted to start to include these. Yeah, I agree. There must be some reason for it. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and I mean, who doesn't like a celebration anyway? So right. that's also very positive. Yeah. I guess I'm just jealous. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can we, can we go back like 40 years so I can have some of these moments that I can hold on to? I would love to see little kindergarten Kevin Dillon. <laughs> I bet he was really something. He was a little, he had a bowl cut and he wore a turtlenecks and Oshkosh bagash uh, uh, overalls. Uh, it, you describe yourself as like uh, the My Buddy doll. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was like a chubby My Buddy. <laughs> And that's pretty much what I was most of my adult life, too. <laughs> Everyone's chubby little buddy. <laughs> well, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> All right, maybe that's not the right word. <laughs> my chubby little buddy is a private matter. <laughs> Oh my god, Tiffany! This is the most I've seen you laugh in um, a very long time. How is how is everything holding up over there? Uh, well, my face hasn't fallen apart, so that's good. <laughs> Nothing's spilling out of you right now. No, so that's, that's good. good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Chubby, <laughs> chubby little buddy. Kevin, one of these is a real headline. Yes. Would you like to take a stab at which one is legit? So let's recap. We have. Uh, house hunters view a seemingly normal house. But there's a prison but in the basement. There's a prison in the basement. We got scarecrows getting scarier to trick those bird brains. And uh-huh. we got, speaking of bird brains, kindergarten graduation ceremony draws attention for valedictorian speech. Uh, let's go with the last one, kindergarten graduation. Okay. I mean, you could go with that one, but that is actually a fake headline. Okay. Yeah. Next time, just tell me I'm wrong. I'm just kidding. I'm just mad. <laughs> Because, Tiffany, I know what it's like when I tell you that you're wrong. (laughs) And I'm going to try to use flowery language to kind of get the point across, but also (laughs) take some of the sting out. (laughs) All right. What about, uh, 
Uh, scarecrows. No, you're wrong. I tried it and I didn't like it either. I don't know how to tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> Can we work on like a blink, like a certain blink pattern or something? <laughs> I found that I don't like disappointing you ever. <laughs> Kevin is the real one that there's a prison inside a house. Yes. Yes, that is the real headline. From the mirror.co.uk, house I, hunter stumbles across ordinary looking home with a prison in the basement. Okay, so how are they stumbling across this? Well, let's get into that, will we? Because I'm upset that the realtor didn't didn't warn them ahead of time. Yeah. Well, this turn. Well, I don't think they actually went to this place. So it says. Oh. Uh, so the article says a property listing for a four bedroom, four bathroom home in Vermont has gone viral after people discovered it contained rows of jail cells in the basement. A woman browsing through. Pro- okay, because we made it sound like there was like one small prison in there. No, it's like a full cell, series of cells. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's different. That paints a different picture. Okay. Okay. It paints a different picture how? What do you mean? Well, I mean, uh, one singular cell is weird. But if there's a series of cells, then I was onto something when I said that it seemed like maybe there was uh, some sort of significance with right. it being like... Right. Yeah, absolutely. Something that previously existed and then was built upon. Right, but right. Go on. That's true. A, a woman browsing through property listings online was left stunned after stumbling across an ordinary looking home with a terrifying prison in the basement. TikTok user Angela Kaisenerd found a property in Vermont uh, which went on the market for a little over $150,000, featuring four bedrooms and four baths. The online listing on Zillow describes it as a historic home built in 1880 with so much character throughout. And it's not until you look further in the description or the pictures that it addresses the addition in the basement. Uh, After casually mentioning that the roof over the jail was recently repaired, it explains the main house served as the jailer's residence and attached to the north wall of the house is the former Essex County Jail discontinued in 1969. So I was right. You were absolutely right. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't entirely wrong. I mean, I guessed the wrong headline, but I was right in terms of like the logic of how to uh, it appeared. Yeah, you got you absolutely you absolutely nailed it. Why there would be a prison in on top of a house? I was going to try to bring up the um, there's oh. a, there's an actual I'm little so confused. I was like, what is that coming from? I was trying to look at the uh, TikTok. Uh, oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, it's weird. I feel like see, it's it's a, a unique character to a house that was built in the 1880s. And they didn't want to destroy the prison cells in the basement, I guess. Mm. It's like that. Wasn't there like a restaurant that had like the the cells were like That's tables? That's exactly what I was imagining. Yeah. I can't remember where it was. I think it was probably out west somewhere. But yeah, yeah they they uh, keep it as it is. But like people can go and eat dinner inside a prison cell. Yeah. I mean, it's got like table. It's got like tables in there. Yeah. It's not like you just sit on a on a cot and a toilet and a toilet and eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, I mean, you, maybe they, maybe. I mean, if you want it to be authentic. Yeah. Yeah. You can okay. just take your dinner into the bathroom if you want to do that. Yeah. Which is also your prison cell. Yeah. So just stay where you are, I guess yeah. is what we're saying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, good job, Tiffany. You actually nailed it. You knew it. You figured it out. It was just a matter of, um, 
sorry that really the sound that sound just scared the shit out of me <laughs> I, know, I, I think know a motorcycle just went by <laughs> i forgot we left the window why open did downstairs. it sound it sounded like an elephant it did <laughs> there's an elephant loose <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so great job, Tiffany. This was a lot of fun. So really, It was really a good. lot of fun, yeah. Really so thank... Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. You're, you're doing a really nice job of uh, your uh, positive ways of telling me that I'm wrong. I'm working on it. And um, Thankfully, this is the only time I ever have to do that in my life during these episodes. Because <laughs> you're always right. I have to sleep with her tonight. I have to share a bed and I do not want to sleep on the couch. Just, fuck, we would never just do agree that. with That's me, everybody. Fine. <laughs> I know we have a great relationship, and that yeah. would never happen. Uh, I love you, seriously. I love you. You know this, and uh, but I must declare it publicly. Um, yeah, and this was great. Um, we thanks for listening, everybody. This was a great, uh, fun time for us. We've had, as we discussed at the top of the show, a lot going on the last few weeks, so it was really fun to to have this uh, experience together. And thanks for listening and enjoying it. Hopefully. And uh, if you want Thank more, you for your patience. yes, if you want more in the meantime, you can check us out online, uh, fake headlines podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And also on Twitter at fake head pod and Pinterest fake headlines podcast. We don't use that we anymore. Don't. It's there, but yeah. And you can email us at fake headlines podcast at gmail.com. If you come across some stuff that you want to share with us, but please share our show on social media. If you're on Twitter and if you're on Facebook, uh, give us a shout, uh, any, any little help, uh, that you can throw our way uh, goes a long way to uh, help get new people to listen and uh, by subscribing on Apple Podcasts you can leave a review and that also helps to hit the five star button on there that helps just keep us alive in the uh, ecosystem of Apple Podcasts where most people get their stuff from mm-hmm. yeah I uh, I think that you covered just about everything yeah I know I'm sorry I got on a roll there and I'm, I just kept going I'm so sorry no you're fine uh, so thanks for listening everybody and we will see you next week <laughs> bye bye <laughs>